Hey guys, how are we all going? The NRL Supercoach Therapy Podcast Round 21 Preview. It is here and it is the start of uh, Head to Head Finals. Uh, as well as the start of life without Nathan Cleary, at least from a super coach perspective. Um, let's do a deep dive into that first, shall we? Because I think, um, I mean, it's such a huge issue. Uh, it pretty much affects everybody. Um, pretty much everyone has super, has uh, Cleary in your super coach team. If not, what you know, what's doing? And, and congratulations to you. Uh, you can now move from thirty thousandth. You might make the leap um, and hit the top twenty thousand. Uh, for those of us that uh, do own Cleary, uh, decisions to make uh, with trades at an absolute premium, uh, what do you do? Let's have a wee deep dive into that uh, before I get into all the games uh, for the weekend uh, and look at look at some options here because uh, luckily with uh, luckily with dual flexibility for players, uh, if you have those players, you don't necessarily just have to replace Cleary with another halfback. Uh, you can look at a 5'8", you can look at a fullback, you can look at a centre wing. There's there's options there. If you've got the right jewels, you could you could bring in anybody. So let's go into that. Uh, I'll, I'll break it down into into positions. Let's start with the halfbacks. Uh, obviously, the most important halfback to get uh, if you don't already own. And I think most most people already own this person, but I think the number one halfback to get if you don't have. Uh, uh, Cleary, which uh, will be the goal for everyone to get rid of him, uh, is to bring in uh, Nico Hines. If you if you don't already have him yet, uh, he's he's clearly the next best option, arguably the best option. Um, he's had an unbelievable Super Coach year, unbelievable couple of years uh, with last year, uh, all that game time he got down in Melbourne, and now uh, just killing it at the Sharks. I just run through some of his stats: a three round average of sixty seven, a five round average of seventy nine. Uh, top score of 185. He does have a low score of 35, which isn't that bad. Uh, the fact that he's got that massive ceiling. Let's count the tons. One, two, three, four. He's got four tons. He's got a couple of 96s there. He's got a 97 as well. So, I mean, he's got massive scores in his game. Uh, a really juicy run home uh, with the Dragons, the Tigers, the Seagulls, the Dogs, and the Knights. If for some reason you don't know, own Nico Hines, um, you know, I can't help you uh, other than to say now would be a really good time to trade him in. Uh, so he, he's the number one target if you don't have him. I think most people uh, do have Nico Hines. Whether you have him at halfback or at fullback is the thing. There's there's advantages to both. If he's at halfback, then cool. You can just slot him across. No big deal. You don't even have to make a trade if you don't have to because you've already got a gun halfback ready to go there. Uh, if he's at fullback, you can move him up. If you don't like to look at any of the other halfbacks, you can move him up, and then you've got options there with other fullbacks, uh, maybe a centre wing, or even a forward. Um, so, you know, there's plenty of options there. Uh, I reckon I rate the the number two option at halfback as Daly Cherry Evans. Um, three round average is 63, five round average is 76, top score of 118. He's got a low of 29. Um, but and, and you know his last two games haven't been great. Thirty-one and forty-six. That coincides with Manly not playing all that well. Obviously, last week they had excuses. Uh, the week before they only scored six points. He does have he has scored three tons, so he does have that big upside to him. Uh, and you know that he gets his hands on the ball more than anybody else in that Manly side. 
so and he does have a uh, and he does have a gun strike weapon in that second row Olakawatu there. So I think Cherry Evans is a really good option for you uh, if you're looking at um, going like for like uh, with your halfbacks. Then Cherry Evans, I reckon, is a is a good option. Uh, their run home, it's not uh, it's. It's not great. It's not too bad. Obviously, Parramatta this week. Then they've got the Titans. That's a great matchup. The Sharks, which is hard. The Raiders and the Dogs. So it's a it's a pretty good it's a pretty good run home for Cherry Evans, uh, and he's an experienced enough bloke that you know you could you could roll with him. Um, you could roll with him, and I think and I rolled with him last year when Manly were just killing it, and there was the whole you know it was a different game then when Turbo was doing his thing, and uh, if you had. I was running with Turbo Garrick and Cherry Evans, and it was just it was it was dynamite. Um, it, you know the game's changed. Manly aren't that team anymore, but Cherry Evans does have high scores in him. Uh, if if Garrick goes down, Cherry Evans will be kicking the goals as well. So that's something to think about too. My um, third option at halfback is Jerome Hughes. Uh, three round average of sixty two, five round average of fifty nine, which isn't great. Uh, he does have a top score of one hundred and eight. He's got, more importantly, and this is the interesting one, his lowest score this year is 44. So if that's his floor, is 44, that's really good sign. Uh, he's turned up on one, two, three occasions. So he's got those high scores in him. Um, he's a quality player. He knows how to score a try. There's uh, Without Pappenhausen at the back, I don't know if that affects his game as much because... Uh, he's a real he's a real threat close to the line. He's got a great um, he's got great footwork. He knows how to score a try. So I don't think that actually, without having Pappenhaus and having that attack at the back, I don't think that really matters for Hughes' Supercoach game. They have the Titans this week, which is a great matchup. Then the Panthers, the Broncos, the Roosters, and the Eels. Um, if if Melbourne can get their shit together, I mean, I think. You know, their guys are matchup proof, uh, and I think he's a really good option. I think he's the he's their third best uh, halfback option uh, to replace Cleary. Next fella on the list uh, is Jamal Fogarty. Uh, I think this bloke uh, is a little under the radar. I think he is a really really good option, good pot option. Three round average is seventy five, and a five round average is sixty six. He's kicking goals for Canberra. Check out this draw. They've got Penrith this week. Granted, that's a tough one. So if you want to uh, hold fire and keep your powder dry for a week, I would recommend it if you're looking at Fogarty. Then he has the Dragons, the Knights, the Seagulls, and the Tigers to finish off. So really juicy run home. Uh, his th- last three weeks, 58, 111, and 56. So he does have a big game in him. And the fact that he's kicking goals, he's got that base there. I think Fogarty is a really good option. A little bit left field, but one could one that could really pay off for you, I think. Next bloke on the list is Adam Reynolds. Um, historically, not really a super coach option. Having a great year, three round average of seventy seven, a five round average of sixty two. Uh, he does have tons. He has scored two tons this year, and he has got a um, a, ni- a couple of nineties as well. So he can score big. Uh, he has the Roosters, the Knights, the Storm, the Eels, and the Dragons to finish off. Um, he's a little lower down the list because yeah, he he does have uh, he does have injury concerns for me. Um, he can he knows how to find an injury, uh, but he's a tough bugger. He kicks goals for Brisbane, who have been obviously very very good this year. Uh, and I don't mind this one too much. 
uh, for Reynolds. But yeah, he's a little further down the list. Um, a little more upside, and he's this bloke's possibly a better option than Reynolds, and that is Sam Walker at the Roosters. A uh, three-round average of 95 and a five-round average of 76. Uh, guy has got real good attack in him. He's got a great step. He's not afraid to take the line on for a smaller bloke. Uh, has he turned up? Yes, he's had one score. Yes, 138. Uh, that was a couple of weeks ago, followed by 88 and a 59. So um, those high scores have coincided with uh, the Roosters playing good footy, kicking the goals as well. I reckon Sam Walker's not a bad option. He's, he's a bit expensive at 644, but to be fair, price shouldn't matter because Cleary is uh, whatever Cleary was, 800 and something grand there. So money shouldn't really be an issue for you. Uh, and I think Walker's not the worst option, actually, not the worst option. Um, I'll throw this bloke in out of respect, and that's Ben Hunt, uh, playing for a dragon side that's really struggling. Three-round average of 62, five-round average of 58. Um no tons this year and a lower score of four. Little boy. Uh, and that was an 80 minutes of football. <laughs> he didn't even get injured when he got the four. Uh, I'd stay clear of Ben Hunt. I'm just, uh, I've, I've just put him down out of respect for it. Uh, he has had a good season and, and he was uh, dynamite at origin. So that's your halfback options there. Obviously Hines. Well, I think most people have got Hines. If you don't, just get Hines. Uh, then I would go Cherry Evans, Hughes, Fogarty, Actually, I'll go Walker ahead of Reynolds, uh, then Reynolds, then Hunt. Um, but yeah, I'd probably the, out of those five, Hughes, Cherry Evans, uh, Hines, Cherry Evans, Hughes, Fogarty, and Walker. I reckon they're the five you could go for if you want to just go straight to um, straight to a halfback if you don't have the jewels uh, to, to do anything different. Uh, let's have a look. If you do do the jewels and um, you can bring in uh, a 5'8", say you've got an Ezra Mam. Sitting at 5'8", uh, you can slot him up to halfback uh, and play, assuming you've got Nico Hines there as well. Uh, I think it's one of those things, if you don't have, if you are not, if you weren't running with Cleary and Hines at halfback uh, and you've got to slot Mam up, say you're running with Cleary and oh, who knows? Um, I don't know, hard, hard to know. But if you've got to move Mam up into halfback... You don't really want to be relying on Mam as your as your halfback. You really want Fogarty there, but for whatever reason, Mam moves up. You've got a five eight spot uh, free. Let's look at some of the options there at five eight. Uh, the number one guy is Cameron Munster. Uh, I mean, this guy is just this guy's just the bee's knees. Let's have a look. Three round average is seventy two. Five round average is sixty nine. Highest score of one hundred and thirty. Lowest score of thirty three. He's got that base in him. He's got. So much to his game, his all-round game, um, and gee, I think he's the best five-eight target. If you don't already own, obviously, when I'm mentioning these blokes, I'm assuming you don't already own. So, you know, there are options for you. Uh, Munster's the the best five-eight in the game, and he's the best five-eight in SuperCoach. And uh, there's a chance he's kicking goals as well. With Meany going down now, uh, I know he's kicked a couple of goals this year. Grant had a bit of a cracker and wasn't so great either. Munster's not a good goal kicker, to be fair. So that might be a negative if they're scoring tries out wide. Uh, and in fact, they don't even have to be out wide. I've seen him miss ones right in front. Uh, so it could end up being a bit of a negative for you with the goal kicking. Um, you, uh, you, know, you I think the store might be going up in, in fours, uh, which is you know which might affect your super coach score there if uh, Munster's one from eight uh, with the T, but. I mean, he's an option nonetheless because he's an absolute gun. Uh, the run home, like I mentioned, 
Really good matchup with the Titans this week. Panthers, Broncos, Roosters, Eels. Uh, Monsters future um, fixture proof. And you've seen in the past, when it looks like a good matchup on paper, he actually doesn't really score all that well. Uh, and then he, he comes up big in those in those tough games against uh, fellow um, top eight teams. It's when he does his best work. Uh, so, I mean, that's one to think about. I mean, it's a no-brainer. I think if you don't have Munster and you've got a chance to get him in via a jewel, he's the man to go to. Uh, player number two, and this was a bit of a tricky one for me because uh, there's a few blokes here that, could, that are very, very close. Um, I've gone with Drinkwater. I just think there's too much upside with this bloke. Um, He's got a top score of 119, a three-round average of 61, a five-round average of 64. You know he can score a try. He's got three. He's got four tons this year, uh, including just last week. So the guy knows how to ton up. They have the uh, the dogs, the roosters, the warriors, the bunnies, and Penrith to finish off the season. So I actually don't mind that run home. Uh, I think there's plenty of points to be scored against the dogs, even though they've improved. Uh, the Roosters aren't a defensive juggernaut, uh, the, nor are the Warriors. The Bunnies, who knows? The, the Bunnies, um, I think, can can leak points. And Penrith in round 25, that could be a that could be a funny old game. Uh, and I, I, I'm very cautious about Cowboys players because by round 25, there's a chance that they are locked into second place. They can't win the minor premiership and they can't drop to third and they'll be playing you know, they'll be hosting a home semifinal the next week. Todd Payton might go rest everybody. You know, it's it's you know, it's a possibility. He might just ice everybody. Uh, and if you've got uh, the likes of uh, Tamalolo, uh, Nanai, um, the halfback Robson, Val Holmes, uh, and Drinkwater, you know, you could be in a lot of trouble because Penrith, You'll, you'll, I assume you'll have a lot of Penrith players as well. So you might be struggling for 17. So oh, it's, it's a big what if. I mean, I doubt that. I wouldn't base it totally on that. Uh, but Drinkwater, I think, is a great option to bring in. Uh, he's got so much attack to his game. That's, you know, it's not funny. Uh, and I I think he's the second best uh, 5'8 option to bring in. Um, next bloke on the list is Dylan Brown. Uh, a three-round average of 71, five-round average of 65. He has a high score of 131 this year. His lowest score is 40. He's got that base. Um, he loves that base. He's got three tons this year, so he can he can uh, ton up and get you a really good score. Uh, and the form lately has been really good, 70, 62, and 80. Uh, they have Manly this week, then the Bunnies, the Dogs, the Broncos, and the Storm. So, you know, not, not a, a middling. He's got plenty of top eight uh, teams to, to face, but... I don't think that matters with a bloke like Dylan Brown. I think he's good enough that it, uh, um, I think he's good enough that he's he's almost fixture proof. To be fair, in a team that can run hot and cold, uh, I actually don't mind Dylan Brown too much. I think he can roll with anyone. Next bloke on the list, uh, and this one's a bit of a, um, a bit of a wild card, and oh, you could be excused for saying you're chasing last week's points, but Adam Dewey. Uh, he got 122 last week, uh, 51 the week before, 87 the week before that. So a three-round average of 87, a five-round average of 65, kicking goals for the Tigers who have improved. Um, if you think back, got robbed against the Cowboys a few weeks ago, and then they pumped Brisbane last week. So, And he's got a great matchup this week with the Knights. He then has the Sharks, which is a bit tougher, the Roosters, the Dragons, and the Raiders. So it's not even though for the Tigers, basically every game's a tough game. It's a tough draw. This isn't so bad, and Dewey just demands the ball. He he is their best player. 
uh, by quite a stretch. He demands the ball. He's a very strong runner. He's got, uh, but he's got a lot of skill to his game. He does have a good short kicking game as well as a good passing game close to the line. I really like Dewey. If there's a way with him uh, being centre five eight, if there's a way you can get him into the centres, I think it's gold. If you're already locked in, you've got you've got uh, good options there at five eight and at fullback, or what have you. Say so maybe you, you trade Cleary out, uh, move Hines from fullback up to halfback. Um, move maybe a Joseph Manu from the wing, centre wing into fullback, and then roll with Dewey there in the centres. Uh, that's a great trade if you can make that happen. Uh, I really like Adam Dewey because uh, he's just got he's just got a little bit of X factor about him. I had a very good Super Coach season uh, before the knee injury uh, last year, um, and I think he's a great option. Uh, another bloke who was uh, a popular bring in last week and didn't really perform, but uh, I think he's still a good option for the end of the year, is Matt Burton. Three-round average of 85, five-round average of 72. He has a top score of 126, a low of 27. Um, so, I mean, he's got that one ton to him a couple of weeks ago against the Titans. They have the Cows, the Warriors, the Eels, the Sharks, and the Seagulls to finish the season. So much of the attack goes through Burton. He's obviously, you know, everyone's been talking about the long-kicking game and the bombs, but his short-kicking game is very strong. Um, he's got a really good grubber into the end goal. I don't mind that at all. Uh, is Matt Burton um, from? Yeah, he's he's down the list. He, he's fifth on my list. Sixth on my list for five eights. This is a bloke I actually got rid of a few weeks ago, and I'm quite happy to not have him in my team anymore. Not a big fan of him as a player. Um, he's a bit of a flog, I reckon. Um, but he does have a lot of attack in him, and that's Cody Walker. Uh, Three-round average of 49, five-round average of 62, uh, highest score of 119, lowest score of 10, and that's the concerning thing. He does have low scores in him. He got 15 only two weeks ago, um, but he does have that attack. Mind you, a lot of that left-side left attack for the Bunnies is going through Luttrell. Keep that in mind. They have a great matchup with the Warriors this week, so if you're going to get on Walker, you've got to, got to do it now, I think. Uh, Warriors, Eels, Panthers, Cows, and Roosters. So a well-publicized tough uh, end to the season for uh, for the Bunnies. And, um, yeah, Walker's an option. He's down the list. He's sixth on the list for mine. Uh, I wouldn't be going there unless, um, yeah, unless you've got a thing for small little angry men that are prone to making mistakes and, um, and have a low score in their game. So I'd be steering clear. Let's have a look at some of the fullback options. Uh, via Jules, obviously Nico Hines being the halfback fullback Jewel has just been gold this year and a, a nice easy move to make is Cleary out, Hines up to halfback, find yourself a fullback. Best fullback in the game is James Tedesco. Uh, let's have a look at his numbers. Uh, pretty impressive. Uh, three round average of 108, five round average of 89. Again, I'm assuming you don't have Tedesco. So I'm just going through the credentials of all these blokes. Um, I think he's very, very highly owned. Uh, if you don't own him, he's the way to go. Uh, let's have a look here. A high score of 152. He does have a low score of 28, but he's just involved in everything. I wouldn't worry about his low scores. They're few and far between. Um, a 99 three weeks ago, then a 152, then a 72 against Manly in a funny old game. They've got Broncos, Cows, Tigers, Storm, and Rabbitohs. So pretty tough uh, run there for 
um, for the Roosters. But you know, Teddy's going to be involved uh, in so much of the play. Uh, he's just hovering. He's in everything. A bloke that's not exactly in everything. He's almost the opposite. He's the anti-Teddy, uh, really, in terms of um, in terms of uh, how much action he looks for on the field. Uh, but he's more a quality over quantity bloke. Uh, and that's Latrell Mitchell. Three-round average of 96. Uh, he also has a five-round average of 96, a top score of 136, a low of 22. But that was uh, earlier in the season before the big injury. Since he's come back from the injury, 99, 93, 136, 99, and 52. So, and yeah, he, he struggled He struggled last week against the Sharks, a good defensive unit. Uh, didn't see much of the ball at all. Uh, the goal kicking's a concern. The drop goal kicking's a big concern. He, he missed three of them there. Um, yeah, but he's just got that X factor. He could easily get, he can easily ton up a 120, even a 150. He's that kind of a player. Um, they have uh, a very similar draw to what uh, Cody Walker had. The Warriors, the Eels, Panthers, Cows, and Roosters. So the draw does scare me a bit. Uh, but he could be a bloke if you don't have to bring him in this week against the Warriors where he could massacre them. That's It's in Queensland. You assume it's going to be dry uh, there on the sunny coast. And, you know, that his score, you know, if he if he smacks a 150, that could be the difference between you moving into week two of your head-to-head finals or not, uh, or moving up the leaderboard in overall. So you gotta you got to like you got to like Latrell Mitchell for that reason. Uh, another bloke who... Um, Another bloke who's interesting, uh, who's become interesting now with the injury to uh, Mitch Moses, and that is Clint Gutherson. Uh, I'm going to assume that Clint Gutherson is going to be kicking goals for Parramatta now, uh, and he's actually a pretty good goal kicker. Uh, he kicks them pretty true, uh, and that's a huge that's a huge plus if he is doing that. A three round average of 68, five round average of 67, a high score of 97. So he hasn't turned up yet this year, and a low score of 27. They have Manly, South, the Dogs, the Bronx, and the Storm. Gutherson's a little wee uh, left field option there. If Parramatta can rack up some points in games, and you, you know, you think he's he'll have a sniff in the attack, especially without Moses, they're going he'll be more in the line than you than uh, normal. You would think, uh, and kicking goals as well is uh, is a big bonus there. So I don't mind um, Gutherson as an option. Ruben Garrick is number four on the list here for fullbacks. He is dual uh, center wing. Uh, Manly have been struggling a little bit lately, but he's still been going okay. 48 and 47 in those games where they've really struggled. He's only had, he's only had three kicks at goal, uh, and he's nailed them. Uh, the week before that, 122, and that didn't include a try against Newcastle. So when they're clicking, uh, he's all over it. And even when they're not, he's still racking up, you know, a respectable scores of 48 and 47. Three round average of 72, five round average of 70. Uh, he has one, two, three. He's got four tons to his name this year uh, and does have a low score of 20. And that might have been, no, that was in 80 minutes um, against the Broncos. Uh, but yeah, four tons. So that's, I really like that. In fact, I might even move him ahead of Gutherson actually into third place in the fullback rankings. I don't think you can go wrong with Garrett. Last fullback I want to talk about, and that is Valentine Holmes, uh, who's playing in the centres, but he is available at fullback or in the centres uh, for um, for Supercoach, and I think he's a great option as well. 
Uh, the team is rolling. Uh, he's just killing it. Three-round average of 98, five-round average of 92, high score of 119. He does have a 16 there as a low score, and that was at the start of the year against the Dogs of all teams. Um, yeah, look at his, his last four games, 99, 86, 119, and 89. Uh, the Cows have the Dogs, Roosters, Warriors, Bunnies, and uh, the Panthers to finish off. So I like the Valentine, Valentine Holmes move as well. Oh, there's a bit of a rundown. Thanks for bearing with me there on that. Um, there's a bit of a rundown of what to do if you don't, uh, if you need to get rid of Cleary. Personally, I'm going to hold for a while. Um, I've got, at, uh, before Cleary went down, uh, I had 25 players that were all playing, so I couldn't loop. Uh, so I am going, even though I think the loop's a bit overrated, uh, I'm going to hold on to Cleary for the time being, um, just for looping purposes. And just because I, want to keep my powder dry for a few more weeks. Uh, I don't want to boot a trade where there's still five more weeks of footy to go. I, I just want to just want to hold off and, and play it a little bit conservatively uh, and roll the dice with uh, the guys I do have. Uh, if you could bring in anyone, I mean, there's still forwards as well. You've got uh, you've got Tarpany who's killing it. You've got uh, Cam Murray who's playing very very well. So there's a couple of forwards there that you could also look at. I don't know. I just think the high upside of Cleary, I think you need to look for more high upside, and that's got to be a half, a 5'8", or a centre wing or fullback. It's got to be one of those blokes I think you bring in for Cleary. Uh, I think the number one option is Nico Hines. Uh, the number two option is Tedesco, and the third option is Munster. So I think you've got to go with that. Uh, either Hines, Tedesco, or Munster. If you don't already own... Uh, one of those three. That's the bloke you bring in for Cleary. We'll be back in a minute. All right, gang, the action kicks off on Thursday night. It is the Roosters hosting the Broncos. Uh, always a good game between these two teams. Um, my two favorite teams, I mean, I'm a Broncos man, but I do, uh, I really enjoy the Roosters. So many of their players, so many of my favorite players are in the Roosters side. So I do like them. Uh, boy, desperate game for the Roosters. I mean, this is, uh, a game, they need to keep winning if they're going to stay in the eight. They do have a tough draw. The Broncos, if they want to play top four, we all know how important it is to, um, to finish in the top four. Uh, if they're serious about that, I mean, this is a game they need to grab. Carrigan has uh, is out for four weeks. I uh, went down to the judiciary. Uh, it sounded like when he got referred straight to them, I thought, geez, you know, this could be anything here. He could be missing finals footy. Uh, he managed to uh, argue it down to four weeks, which I think is a win for him and the Broncos. Uh, means he'll be back for round 25, get a game under his belt before the finals. Um, they're they're going to miss him. They're going to miss him in the middle. Kobe Hetherington goes okay. Um, I don't know if they can get 60 minutes out of him, though, like they can out of Carrigan. Uh, I think they're really going to miss him. I think there's enough in this um, in this team, in this Roosters team. Let's have a look. Tedesco, Tupo, Momorowski, Manu, Suali, Kiri, Walker, Hargraves, Verrills, Lodge, Crichton, Butcher, Radley. Good team. Watson, Thomas, Hutchison, and May. Let's look at this Broncos team. New, Oates, Staggs, Mariner, Cobbo is back, which is good. Mam and Reynolds. Flegler, Walters, Haas, Catewell, Ricky, Hetherington, Turpin, Candy, Jensen, Palacia on the bench. I think the Roosters have just got a bit too much. I'm going to take them 22 points to 16. Can't go past uh, Joey Marnie, the top score. And let's go Reynolds to top score for the Broncos. But I'm going to take the Roosters at home in this one. 
early game on Friday. Uh, this one looks very juicy from a super coach perspective. Uh, the Melbourne Storm hosting the Titans. Uh, this this could be ugly. The Titans are a shambles. Uh, the Storm aren't going great guns, but they did get back in the uh, winner's circle last week against the Warriors. They are home. They have named Tyron Wishart at fullback. Very interesting here. Wishart, uh, Nofaluma, who is now a Storm uh, player. Seve, Anderson, Olam is out with... Um, uh, with COVID. So Anderson moves into the centers. Iremia, Munster and Hughes, Bromwich, Grant, Asafa Solomona. How's he playing? Kafusi, Bromwich and King, who is also lucky to be playing. Brandon Smith returns uh, from the verbal abuse to the ref. He's back after three weeks. Kamakamitha, Eisenhuth and Lewis. Xavier Coates is lurking there in the reserves in number 20. So is Cooper Johns. I thought Cooper Johns might have got a crack at 5'8 and Munster to fullback. Uh, Bellamy does play silly buggers. Uh, Tyron Wishart has been um, the victim of that a bit this year. Uh, he's been named and then doesn't actually play, or he's on the bench. Uh, I could see that happening. I could see Coates playing. Uh, I could see Cooper Johns playing and Munster playing fullback, which I wouldn't mind too much. Uh, remember back in the day, he's just such a weapon at fullback with a little bit more room to run around. For the Titans, uh, Jaden Campbell is back after a two-try effort last week at fullback. Jojo Fafita, Sammy Kelly, Patty Herbs on the wing, Brimson and Tanner Boyd. No more sixth than Tanner Boyd is your halfback. Fodawaka booth for Asu Malawi, Fafita, Firma and Clark. They're sticking with Clark at lock, which I like. Firma is a good player. He's getting a lot of footy. He gets so much more footy than the other bloke on the other edge, David Fafita. They even swapped around. Um, left and right edges last week, and it didn't do anything to Fafita's performance. Um, I, mean, I just don't know what the deal is there. I just don't get it. Uh, yeah, I'm a Fafita owner, um, and I just don't get it. Um, Marzu, SASA, uh, Isaac Liu, and Jamin Jolliffe are on their bench. Uh, man, Storm 30, Titans 12, can't go past Munster, and let's just go AJ Brimson because he's probably the best player in this Oh, actually, sorry, Tino's the best player in this team, but um, AJ Brimson's got a little bit more upside to him and attack, and he might pull something out. Who knows? But I think the Titans will get pumped. The late game on Friday, it is the Seagulls hosting the Eels. Tough game to pick here. Uh, a desperate manly team who felt that they dropped two points that they um, possibly should have won last week. I don't know. Even if they were full strength, would they have beaten the Roosters? Hard to say. Um, but... When those seven blokes uh, pulled the pin, uh, it was always they were always going to be pushing shit uphill, and uh, it turned out that way. It was a um, it was a tough old game for Manly, even even though they didn't disgrace themselves at all. Uh, you know they were never going to win that game when when all the drama happened there, and and now um, they find themselves on the outside looking in, and it's going to be really tough for them to make the eight uh, against Parramatta. Old rivals here. This game at four points should be a beauty. The Seagulls are Garrick, Saab, Harper, Kula, uh, Tua Pilotu, Foran, and Evans, Cherry Evans, Pasika, Croker, Sipley, Olakawatu, Davy, and Jaboyevich, Dylan Walker, Ben Jaboyevich, Tapao, and Boyle. So Tapao's still there, even though he was desperate to get out. Uh, he's there, and he's still on the bench doing his thing. No Josh Schuster. He is 18th man. Uh, man, hasn't he, hasn't he fallen off a cliff? after um, his sensational debut season last year. For the Eels, Gutherson, Sibo, Penasini, Opacic, Blake, Brown, and Arthur is your new halfback. 
Campbell Gillard, Marnie, Paolo, Lane, Papa Lee, and Madison. Very good forward pack. Makatoa, Cartwright, Kafusi, and Noel Kore on the bench. You would say man for man, Parramatta is a better team. Uh, but Parramatta's Parramatta. I mean, you know, what are you going to get? You don't know what you're going to get each week. Uh, there was talk that Gutherson has been training in the halves. I don't know why you would name Jake, Jake Arthur uh, and then not play him and mess with him. He's already had issues with fans fans, I say, um, with quotation marks, you know, booing the bloke. I mean, what's with that? Uh, do they go with Gutherson in the halves and play oh, who have they got? They've got Hayes Perham. they got Sean Russell there. Uh, Brendan Hands, I don't know what he does for a um, for a job in league or I think uh, Al Zakim might be a um, might be an outside back. Who knows what they'll do there? I think they'll stick with um, Gutherson at the back. I don't think you need to mess things around too much. Have Gutherson playing in a foreign position in the halves and have another bloke have to play fullback. I think you just stick with Jake Arthur there. Uh, this is a really tough game. There's talk that there is there is a divide in Manly in the playing ranks there with what happened last week. Um, Manly's usually the kind of team where when their backs are to the wall and it's that us against their mentality kind. Of, you know they usually go all right. So I'm 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 picking them. Uh, the Eels are just too hard to trust. I'm picking the Seagulls in a close one, 22-20. Let's go with the two goal-kicking fullbacks, Gutherson and Garrick, uh, to top score uh, in this one. Should be a really fun, entertaining game to watch. Two teams, uh, Parramatta with a, with a chance to make the top four, and Manly need to win uh, if they're a chance for the eight. The early game on Saturday, and it is the Rabbitohs and the Warriors from the Sunshine Coast Stadium. Uh, the Rabbitohs, Mitchell, Johnson, Milne, Tass, Paolo, Walker, Ilias, Totola, Cook, Saluka Fafida, Kolomatangi, Arrow, and Murray. Uh, Blake Taff on the bench, Moali, Havili, and Nichols. Uh, who's missing there? There's no Nikarima. There's no Burgess. Oh, Burgess would have got suspended. Um, and is there someone else missing? Oh, uh, Cartwright. Milne's in for Cartwright there in the centres there. No biggie there. Uh, for the Warriors, it's Walsh, Watiza Lesniak, Montoya, Aitken back in the centres. Kossi after his hat-trick effort last week gets another game. Wade Egan is playing 5-8. Um, he's been a really good player this year for the Warriors, Wade Egan. Gets a go at 5-8. Um, maybe there's, maybe that's to protect his teeth. Who knows? I mean, I still can't believe Asafa Solomona didn't cop anything for last week. Uh, Sean Johnson is your halfback. Fanua Blake, uh, Lusser gets a crack at number nine. Tohu Harris, Sirinan, Murchi, Aaron Penne is locking the scrum. There is no Jazz Tavanga. Uh, Otakolu, Afoa, Katoa, and Josh Curran are the bench. Um, why don't they have, there's no, why, they don't have Volkman, they don't have Arcee playing 5-8. That's a strange old one there. Uh, and Harris Tavita is injured, obviously. So there are issues there at the Warriors. This could get ugly. I think the Warriors will play well enough for it to not get too messy. Uh, I think the Rabbitohs are very, very strong, uh, and they should win this game comfortably, but I don't know if it's going to be uh, a cricket score. I'm going to go Rabbitohs 28, Warriors 14. Uh, I'll go the two fullbacks. I, mean, I can't go past Latrell. He's the best player on the field, so I can't go past him to top score. And for the Warriors, I mean, you can go safe. Tohu's been very, very strong. Um I'll go Tohu. I was going to go Reese Walsh, but bugger it. I'll go Tohu. I'm just going to change that now because I don't like Reese Walsh and I do like Tohu Harris. So let's just change that there. Uh, okay. The middle game on Saturday. And, uh, oh, it's the old grudge match. It's the old RB Rick grudge match. 
the Raiders and the Panthers, uh, two teams that uh, got a lot of history dating back to 1990 and 91, back-to-back grand finals, where they uh, shared the spoils there, the Raiders in 90 and the Panthers winning their first in 91. Let's have a look at the lineups here. For the Raiders at home, it's Savage, Totrick, Tomoko, Chris Rapina, White and Fogarty, Papali'i, Wolford, Tarpani, Young, Whitehead and Elliott. So a settled four-pack, Starling, Sutton, Gula and Harawi Naira on the bench. Uh, for the Panthers, missing um, missing their starting halves, their origin halves, Dylan Edwards, May, Tungo, Crichton returns uh, with a headgear uh, this week. Uh, so look out for that. He might even be kicking goals. Uh, it might be him. It might be Sean O'Sullivan. Salmon is playing 5-8 with O'Sullivan. The four-pack is settled. Leota, Coruscant, Fisher-Harris, Kikau, Martin, and Yo. The bench is Kenny, Sorensen, Lenu, and Charlie Staines. So this will be really interesting to see the impact that uh, Joseph Tarpany has. Uh, he's been killing it. The second half of this year, he has been sensational and been the best forward in the game. Uh, let's see how he stands up against the best forward pack in the game here. Uh, I like the Raiders at home. I can't pick them, uh, but I think they'll go really well. I think this game's going to go into extra time. I'm going to go a Sean O'Sullivan field goal and the Panthers win an extra time, 23 points to 22. I think this is going to be a really fun game, a really tough game. The Raiders need to keep winning if they're going to make the eight. I think they will make the eight. They've got a good draw and they're a pretty good team, the Raiders. Uh, The Panthers, I don't know if they'll miss too much I don't think they'll drop down too much in terms of defense. It's not like Cleary and Luai are their two defensive enforcers. They are very good defenders, especially Cleary. Uh, not so much when he spear tackles blokes, but apart from that, I still think their defense is going to be very, very strong. I don't think they're going to drop that many games uh, towards the end of the year, even though you know the, the intensity might drop because they'll have the minor premiership wrapped up and there's, you know, there's nothing doing. Um, but really... I don't, I don't see them losing too many games. I think they're just going to sneak this one home against a, a willing Canberra Raiders side. I just think the class will be too much there that the Panthers have. I think they'll win this one 23-22. The nightcap on Super Sad Day is the local derby at Shark Park. The Sharks hosting the Dragons. Uh, Sharks entrenched in the top four. Dragons, this is probably last chance saloon for them to make the top eight. I don't think they're going to make it anyway. Even if they win this week, I can't see them making it. Uh, the Sharks are debuting a third-generation Shark in Kay Dykes. His granddad played. Uh, his dad, who I remember, Adam Dykes, was a good, uh, good. I think he was a 5'8 for the Sharks. Pretty good player, pretty solid player. And now Kay Dykes makes his debut at fullback for the Sharks. Awesome story, that. So you got Dykes at the back with Tracy, Ramey, and Talakai, Mulatalo, Moylan, and Hines are your halves. Rudolph, Braley, Hamlin, Uwelli, Nakora, Graham, and Cam McInnes locks the scrum. Trendle, Tolman, Wilton, and Andrew Fafita on the bench for the Sharkies. The Dragons, who are in um, disarray, they got absolutely obliterated in that second half last week by the Cowboys. and They're just, Jesus, team is a funny old team. Embiid at the back, Fingai, Bird, Lomax, Monga, Amoni, and Hunt. I mean, that back line is just there and... Look at the, the four packs of it bleh, as well. DeBellin, McCulloch, Laurie, Burns, Sewer, and Sims. Terrell Sloan is uh, number 14. I wonder how long till he gets on the field. Woods, Molo, and McGuire. Like, that's a really, that Dragons team, there's some old blokes there. McGuire is old. Woods is old. 
Sims is getting on. Uh, McCulloch is old. DeBellin's pretty old now. Hunt. Um, by to an extent. I don't know. It's, this Dragons team is just real vanilla for me. Uh, I think they're going to lose this one, 26-16. Can't get past Nico Hines, the top score. And for the Dragons, it's been the same every week. It's either Hunt or DeBellin or uh, Lomax. So let's go Hunt this week. Uh, the Sunday games, the Dogs and the Cows. The Dogs are hosting this one up in Bundaberg, which is good stuff. Uh, the Dogs playing excellent footy of late. The Cowboys also playing really, really well. Uh, they'll want to continue on their winning ways. And I think the Dogs, even though they're probably going to finish 12th uh, this year, uh, just want to keep going, keep doing their thing, keep flowing. Uh, and I think this will be an entertaining game. Hopefully a nice dry track in Bundaberg. Let's have a look at the Dogs lineup. Avarillo, Carraz off his hat-trick last week. Shop, Burns, Adokar, Burton, and Flanagan. The pack is King, Marshall King, who's playing really well. Vaughn, Jackson, uh, Torpany, and Pangai Jr. The bench, Docker Clay, Stimson, Edwards, and Patolo. Uh, look, I like the Dogs. I think they're going really, really good. I don't think they'll win this week. Uh, they are up against the Cowboys team who is just showed flexed a bit of their defensive muscle last week. The return to Ruben Cotter, I, I thought, certainly helped. Uh, and it was back to some of their early season form where they were very, very strong defensively. Uh, and I think that will continue this weekend. I think the Dogs have still got points in them. The burton Addo car thing's a great combo. Uh, I think they'll score some points. Uh, I don't think it'll be enough, though. If you look at the Cowboys outfit, Drinkwater, Tabuai Fado, who's in for Felt, Holmes, Hiku, Talangi, Dearden, and Townsend, Tanua Brown, Robson, Hess, Gilbert, Nanai, Tamalolo. Uh, the bench is Granville, Cotter, Leilua, and Neem. I mean, that is a strong team. That's a strong bench with Cotter and Leilua there. Um, Griffin Neem's a good up-and-coming uh, Kiwi prop, and Granville's been in the Cowboys for, for forever. Uh, and they must love him. They keep picking him. He's even he signed on. I think he's got another year at the Cowboys. I actually thought Granville would have been four or five years into a Super League, Super League career by now, but um, he's hung around. And good luck to him. He's probably on. He's probably on minimums, uh, and but he just wants to uh, plug away at the Cowboys. The Cowboys are happy to have him. So good luck to him. Look, the Cowboys have been a great story this year. I picked them for the wooden spoon. Uh, and they have, they've made me look like a numbnut, and they've been so impressive this year, both on attack and on defense. I mean, both parts of their game have gone through the roof. Uh, they'll beat the Bulldogs on the weekend, 28 points to 16. Let's go Burton and drink water to top score in that game. The last game, it is the Tigers and the Knights, uh, two teams that have uh, just gone through the ringer this year, probably two of the uh, bigger basket cases in the competition. Um, the fact that the Titans get away with so much is, uh, you know, a bit of a, you know, the Tigers and the Knights must go far out. What what are the what do the Titans need to do to, to start getting uh, rubbish like we do? But um, that's just how it is. Let's look at this Tigers lineup who uh, were very convincing winners last week and should have beaten the Cowboys the week before. Laurie, Naden, Toa, Kapoa, Mamalo, Dewey and Madden. Uh, I like that halves combo. Uh, Tamo, Brown, Offengawi, Seifarth, Tualangi, and Fanua Pole gets a start at lock, which is very interesting. Um, not a bad option there if you're running low on numbers. He's a, he's a pretty popular cheapie. Slot him in if you have to. Uh, they are playing the last game, which is a bit of an issue there. Um, Musgrave, Diaz, uh, Freeburn, and Peachy. Freeburn, he might be a rookie. Let's have a look. Do we know much about Freeburn? 
uh, at 26, West Magpies, New South Wales Cup captain Tom Freebam will make his debut off the bench. That's cool. Uh, for the Knights, and boy, aren't these blokes aren't these blokes in absolute disarray? Um, what's happening with the coach? There's the new uh, head of football, Peter Parr, has, has rocked up. Uh, what's happening with Clemmer? Wanted to join the Eels for the end of the year and for, and get extended for next year and possibly the year after. He's been stood down for um, what they're saying was an on-field incident there where the trainer was trying to get him off and he didn't want a bar of it. Um, a bit of abuse and all the rest of it. He eventually comes off. There's got to be more to it than that. I mean, you don't get a. He also got a show cause um, to him as well. He can't go to training until he gets that sorted out. There's got to be more to it than that. Um, and I think it sounds like there's a lot of uh, issues at the Knights. Some guys aren't very happy. You'd have to look at guys like Clemmer, uh, Dane Gagai, who hasn't played well at all as a senior member. You think he's probably not very happy. Um, you know, maybe even the likes of Frizzell or Barnett, they do have some experienced guys there. And you think maybe it's blokes like that that are tipping up. Let's look at the lineup anyway that's going to lose uh, to the Tigers this weekend. It is Hoy, Tuala, Gagai, Best, Young, Milford, Clifford. Uh, the Saifidi brothers with Braley at uh, Hooker, Frizzell, Brody Jones, and Mitch Barnett. Cross on Sasangi, Solo, and Croker are the bench. 34 points to 18, the Tigers will win this game. I think they'll rack up a few points. Uh, if they do, I think Adam Dewey's going to be in the middle of a lot of that. Let's have him the top score for the Knights. I don't know. Maybe Dom Young. Maybe Dom Young to score a double and he'll top score uh, for the Knights. But uh, that one could be ugly. We'll be back in a minute. Okay, team. It's time to make some bets, eh? Best bets for the week. Let's see how we go on these ones. Uh, $100 to spend. Uh, let's make some big profits. All right. First one. I'm going to go $40 on a four-gamer here, all head-to-head. Storm, the Bunnies, the Sharks, and the Tigers. Uh, all pretty short. A little bit of value for the Tigers. Not really, though. $2.47 for the lot returns $99.01. So we'll get our money back there if that one just comes in. Let's go. I'm, I'm hot on the Tigers here. Let's go on a, do, um, a double here. The Tigers minus 4.5 uh, and over 40.5 points. That double is $2.88. 20 on that returns $57.60. Uh, I really like that one because I think the Tigers are going to win by plenty. Uh, I think they're going to win by about 16, and I think there's going to be over 50 points in the game. I like that one. Uh, $20 anytime try scorers, four blokes here. Got to go Johnson. He's, he's only $1.28, but he'll score a try. Dane Laurie for the Tigers. I'll keep the theme going. Uh, Molotalo, always strong at home, and Cam Munster. Those four, $9.38. 20 on that returns, one eighty-seven seventy-three. Um Two teams for a half-time, two games half-time draw in these games. The Seagulls and the Eels into the Raiders and the Panthers. I think these two games will be very, very close. And uh, let's roll the dice on it being a draw at half-time in both of them. 10 uh, at 72.25 returns 7.22.50 if you don't mind. And my eight picks for the week, 10 bucks on all the winners here. Let's go. The Roosters, Storm, Seagulls, Rabbitohs, Panthers, Sharks, Cowboys, and Tigers. Uh, $16.68, so 10 bucks returns $166.83. Um, if you are going to have a punt this weekend, uh, have fun with it, but make sure you do gamble responsibly. All right, guys, so the head-to-head finals are here. 
uh, along with the fact that it's round 21 and if you're still pushing for overall uh, and get a high ranking as you can, that's more my my go. I'm more an overall player. Uh, with the head-to-head, I'll, I'll have a nosy at it over the weekend and see how I'm going against the other bloke, but it's um, it's not the be-all and end-all. Uh, mind you, it is finals time, and things look a little bit different once they have that table there and you see who you're playing against and who you move up to if you win and all the rest of it there. gives it a little bit more of a... feels It's got a bit more meaning to it with it being finals. So uh, I'll probably... I mean, I'm, I ain't winning the thing this year. I'm in a ranked 2,700 and something, so I'm not winning it. Uh, so I might as well try and win the head-to-head, uh, which will be tough because I've, I've, I've got the second-highest score in my league this year in terms of overall points, but I finished uh, sixth, I think, in the um, in the head-to-head rankings. So, you know, it just shows that there's such a big difference. And, and uh, Ben in our league, who's killed the head-to-head, uh, won it by a mile, uh, and he is ranked, I think he might be 5,000 and something. So it, it's a it's a funny old one how it works. They don't, they don't always correlate together. Um, but yeah, it might be a little bit more emphasis for everyone uh, to win their head-to-head matchup this week. That might mean having to, um, if you get off to a good start and you've got a lead over the other bloke, uh, maybe matching matching up uh, to try and uh, protect your lead, things like that. I mean, if that's what you've got to do, if that's if that's what is more important to you and there's a priority, go for it. For me, I'm still going to stick with uh, just trying to get my the best score I can. If that means I, I beat uh, my opponent in head-to-head, then so be it. VC and C options this week, uh, and there are some good ones. Um, on Thursday with the Roosters, there's Teddy uh, and there's six on legs, two really good uh, vice captaincy options. Uh, on on Friday, the early game, you've got Munster. Uh, you've got a really good matchup for the Rabbitohs with uh, with Mitchell and uh, even Johnson. You know he could score three tries easy on his head. Um, he could get four or five. You never know. Uh, I think Nico Hines is a great captaincy option against the Dragons on Saturday night. And I also think Adam Dewey is a real smoky if you can wait. If you can be patient and wait till the last game on Sunday, I reckon he might cash in for you and just be glorious. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's an option there. Um, man, what am I going to do? I don't know. I might have to VC... Uh, uh, Teddy, I think I'm going to keep. With, I think I'm going to keep Cleary in my team so I can use the loop. Um, and I might VC one of the Roosters guys, and I might even VC Munster. Actually, I'll wait and see how it goes. Uh, it's a tricky old one this week. Uh, hey, best of luck to everyone uh, who is playing their head-to-head uh, finals, and um, you know, still keeping an eye on everything for overall. Uh, best of luck to Garth, who's still in with a chance for overall. I know he's vying for a tracksuit. Uh, the red and white would look good on you, mate. So all the best. Hope you still keep uh, kicking goals. Uh, thanks a lot for listening, everyone. Uh, I will be back on Monday to go through uh, everything I've just previewed today. So enjoy the footy. Uh, good luck to everyone in head-to-head finals, and I will catch you on Monday. Cheers, guys.